I'm Jen, she's Lex, and we're the Blatchelorettes. On this week's episode of Blatchelorettes, I want to take you on a journey. It involves witches, dragons, castles. I'm just kidding. It, it was only The Bachelor. Nothing that thrilling happened except for, I guess there is a wicked witch of the, is it the East or the West? Ding dong, the witches are dead. Is that what we go with? I don't know. It was the wicked witch of the West. There we go. So, alliteration there. Yes. There we go. The, there we go. The wicked witches are dead. Well, not dead. They just got kicked off the show. That's different, but the same thing. Finally. Mm, finally. finally. Oh my God. <laughs> Before we get into it, I do want to say I watching the beginning of this episode, I completely take back everything I said last week. The house is toxic as fuck. Those girls were being mean and rude as hell. And I was like, oh shit, I can't believe I didn't see it. But I definitely saw it this week. Like they were being like mean for no re- like no reason. Like they weren't just venting. They were just being mean. <laughs> they, they were just being bitches. But the, the strange thing about this episode is we kind of see a different storyline forming. But you know what? I'm not even going to go there yet. Let's start at the very beginning. So... Yeah. On last episode of The Bachelor, Katie went to Matt and was like, listen, this house is fucking toxic. This is horrible. Like, we need to do some shit about this because this is not okay. Matt's like, all right, okay, then I guess uh, for the rose ceremony, I'm going to have to tackle this situation, right? I'm going to tackle this situation. So rose ceremony, cocktail party thing is happening. But before that, of course, we do see, you know, two of the new girls walking and then some of the I was just gonna say OGs, quote unquote, walking past them and literally they were talking shit about them. And the second they walked past, it just got really quiet. Not a hello, nothing. And I was like, wow, been there. Hello racism. Yeah, because it's like a hey girl. (laughs) Yeah, it was the two black girls walking and the two white girls walking. And the black girls were the newbies and the white girls said nothing. So I was like, oh white girls. Mm. Were Victoria and Kit for the record. Yeah, I've so. been in this situation before. It wasn't, yeah, mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Me too. So I said, okay, fine, we're doing this thing. And, uh, you know, it's cocktail party. Everyone's getting ready. And then Matt comes in and he's like, hey, so last night it was brought to my attention that y'all been on some bullshit. We got to address that. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is a surprise. Matt actually trying to solve a problem instead of creating it. I know. It was low-key attractive. He was like, look, this is not the type of person I'm looking for, so y'all need to get up out of here. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Matt's putting his foot down. Yep. And you could see Anna's face. Like, her face, she knew immediately it was about her. Immediately. She was just like, holy shit. Victoria, too. But we'll we'll get to her. But Anna's face just mm-hmm. like completely fell, like, oh yep. shit. And then she kept trying to like tell other people, like, yeah, it's not me. Like, I didn't even say anything that was that bad. And like she was like, you know, I was you- just addressing the rumors because I I didn't want to like her t- I didn't want um to ruin Britney's life. So I addressed it to her. <laughs> On national television. Well, international television, if you think about it, like The Bachelor is one of those like far reaching franchises, right? So you decided to address these rumors on this reality dating show where cameras are running to ensure that you didn't ruin her life by accusing her of being a prostitute. In front of other women, too. It wasn't even like she pulled her on a one on one. It was in front of like eight other women. Yeah. 
this makes perfect sense, baby girl. Perfect, perfect. sense. Keep keep perfect. digging that hole. It, it looks like real fetching. It looks like you're almost done. Keep going. <laughs> to make matters worse, Matt pulls Brittany aside first. And Brittany obviously has not wanted to say anything to Matt to come off as like a whiny crybaby. But the second Matt asks, are you okay? She bursts into tears. And I was like, girl, same. 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 I would do, yeah, I would do the same thing. I really felt for her in that moment because it was like, who wants to be in that situation? You know, who wants to just be trying to get to know somebody and other people are like talking, you know, spreading all these nasty rumors about you? Like, regardless of whether they're true or not, it's like, nobody wants that, you know? Nope, no one wants that. So, of course, Matt also has no idea what the fuck to do because she's crying. He's literally sitting there like, uh, 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 uh. you can just see the glitch in the matrix. Like, what do I do now? She's crying. Do I touch her? Do I not touch her? No, he touches all these women all the time. But the second, I mean, I think most dudes have that same reaction. The second a woman starts crying, they're like, ah, ah, what do I do? Ah." What's empathy? I don't know. (laughs) Does not compute. Right? The least you could do is just say, and I mean, and he does this thing where he's kind of like, yeah, you know, this would be really hard. I totally understand. I'm like, oh, this is the realtor talk. This is, this is that realtor thing that you do (laughs) where you pretend like you're actually listening, but you're not. It's like, okay, alrighty. He talks to Brittany. She has her cry. He reassures her. I'm like, okay, fine. Then he's like, hey, Anna, <laughs> you're up next, boo. Well, based on the editing, it looks like he does Anna next. Let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and her face is like on the floor. Like, oh mm-hmm. shit. Like, I know I'm in trouble type of thing. <laughs> like, I know he's about to get me. <laughs> yeah. And so once he pulls Anna, wait, no. Yeah, once he pulls Anna, that's when the girls outside, girls who are waiting, start doing this whole, oh my God, if you guys aren't feeling heard or like welcome, we're like so sorry. We're like so sorry. (laughs) So he talks to Anna and Anna is like, yep, I said these horrible things. There's no excuse, yada, yada, yada. You know, I just didn't want to do it this way. Blah, blah, blah. Crimea over, bitch. Okay. And Matt is like, yeah, you know, this is kind of hella disappointing because, like, I I had a connection with you and uh, now you got to go home. Bye. (laughs) Basically, because he was like, oh, you know, I don't think you're a bad person, but you have to go. And I was like, I think she's a bad person. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. Yeah. Like, I, I, mm, this is, mm. don't get me wrong. I know, of course, these situations are heavily produced and you're encouraged to say certain things and do certain things, but there is always a point where you can say no. It means you don't get a great storyline, but you could also say no. Right. And it means less camera time, but Mm -hmm. you can not be shitty. Yeah. You see how that's played out over the seasons too. Several men who just get zero screen time. And you're like, but she had a one-on-one in that dude. Why don't we ever see him again? (laughs) Gee, why? I wonder, I have comments about that after the rose ceremony, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there too, yeah. So, you know, Anna gets walked out. Everyone is shell-shocked. Victoria is freaking out on the inside freaking. and pretty obviously outside oh. as well, but, you she's, know. <laughs> she's going around. She's, like, apologizing for shit that happened weeks ago. She's like, well, you well, know, I didn't Is she it. apologizing or is she just, like, she's like, she's I'm sorry you felt me. offended, but I was just joking. <laughs> Which is like the typical white person apology. Like, I'm sorry you felt that way, but I'm not sorry for what I did. But if you felt that way, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) But it wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. But I'm still saying I'm sorry because I want you to believe that I'm sorry, even though I'm not. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of that going around. And um, that was that was interesting to me. I'll say that that was interesting to me. I mean, and it Chaz, was just so obvious. Yes, it, it was. Just, it was. It was so hella obvious. obvious. Shout out to Chelsea for at least opening the floor to the other woman. You know, I got yes. the feeling that she wasn't really involved in the mess. Like she'd heard the rumor, but was like not really pinning that. Same thing with you know Brie and and Maggie and them. It kind of felt like they knew, but they didn't know it was that serious. If yeah, it felt like it felt like I'm not gonna lie, it felt like white girl drama. Yes, and the other women were like, Yeah, we not we not even touching that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, there is that. We say, okay, fine. Uh, first of all, though, let's just double back a second. When Matt says, When I heard about this thing last night, Katie's face gets frozen. Like her face freezes because she thinks, oh, fuck, he's about to say my name in front of all these girls. And but I mean, it already started the nitpicking. Like you heard about this last night. Who saw Matt last night? Who said what to him last night? And she said nothing. I thought that was shady as hell. Me too. I thought, you know, because she's been on this show, like, you know, she's so just above the drama and just like open and honest and all value communication. And she ain't say, I thought she would have been like, yeah, it was me. Like I had some concerns. So I addressed it with Matt and she was just like, nope, quiet as a mouse. I was like, oh, okay, Katie. (laughs) Listen, no words. And I was like, all right, you're going to do that. Anyway. So, you know, he, what's her name goes home and then he pulls Ryan aside, he talks to Ryan. And there's a storyline that we didn't actually see about where Victoria Crowney called Ryan a hoe for being a dancer. Yeah. And I was like, that's, huh. Didn't see that. It was weird. Yeah, we didn't see it. And I was like, why would you say that? Like, (laughs) what? It was just such, such, it's such a weird thing to tell somebody like, oh, you're a dancer. Oh, you must be a hoe. And then to pretend it was a joke, I was like, this is just yeah. so weird. Is this, is this ladies, ladies who are white who listen to the podcast, is this white people humor? You can tell me. Is it? I just need to understand what exactly that was about. Do you call, like, white woman, do you call women you just met a hoe? Like, is that a thing? Or <laughs> I just need is to that understand. how you relate to each other? Like, I don't, I don't understand either. But Victoria insists it was a joke and it was taken the wrong way. And she apologized. Oh, oh no, no, no. Remember, she does not really apologize. So oh. he talks to Ryan and then Victoria pulls him aside because she's like, I need to get ahead of this narrative. So, you know what? Genius move on your part. Only he has just spoken to Ryan, who has told him that you called her a hoe for being a dancer. So (laughs) we are now at this point where, you know, Matt is asking her about that. She's like, oh, it's just a joke. And he was like, well, in what situation would it be funny to call someone a hoe? And I was kind of like, there are situations, but this is not one of them. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Not someone you just met. Like literally first thing out your mouth. <laughs> and it's not, it's, it's, it's not funny like yeah. at all. <laughs> but you could see the glitch in Victoria's matrix again. It was just kind of like, uh, I, she didn't think that he pushed back against her, which of course I would never have expected that either because Matt has coddled her the entire time that she's been there. So yeah. she never thought that he would check her like not ever like that is the furthest thing removed from her mind i'm sure that was gonna i really think that night the producers were like all right you don't need to keep her let her rip (laughs) (laughs) let her go (laughs) so victoria talks to him and then victoria goes to ryan 
didn't they say that victoria goes to ryan and she's like what did you say what did you say yes she, um, did. Yes, just, she did yeah and ryan just tells her like straight up like i said what you said like i said you called me a hoe and she just was livid like <laughs> she was like oh my gosh i can't believe that and she just like walks away mid-scent like mid-conversation and i'm like girl yeah. like you do not look great like what are you doing this does not make you look good and then she goes off and she's outside talking to the producer who's her only friend talking about i'm better than all these bitches in the house like matt belongs with me it's ridiculous yeah. that you would th- i would literally just die if he sent me home and i was like i mean stop making Promise? promises <laughs> like don't don't write checks your ass can't cash. And not because exactly. I want her to die, but my point is just like, she's just being so dramatic about this whole thing. She's like, you know, he's the one for me. And if he sends me home, that would just be devastating. And I'm like, is is he the one for me? Okay. All right. But also it's like, we never really see them talk like I've never I've never seen them talk the only time I've ever seen Victoria talking to Matt she was saying like yeah I think we can be great together like that's all I've all that's all I hear her say like I think we can be so great together so it's like girl like what is this based on exactly exactly what exactly is this based on like are are you do you need some help here not you know let me know what the deal is but absolutely she is just hmm, there's a lot of stuff going on with that girl so she's having her meltdown. Everyone can hear her have this meltdown. And we're like, oh, well, all right. I guess, I guess this is where we're at. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we I think he talked to a couple more people and then the cocktail party's over. So the mistake that Matt made was not sending her home at that moment because he needed to think about this some more. Yes. Really? What do you need to think about? He he I forgot to say, like when they were talking, he was like, or in his confessional, he was like, I always thought Victoria had a big heart. I didn't think she was capable of this. And I'm like, where have you been? Like, <laughs> sir, what, who have you been talking to? Was not Victoria? Yeah, no, he's just, mm, he clearly doesn't know her at all. And that's, you know what, fine for him. So he cancels the rest of the cocktail party. He just, so most of the girls have not gotten to speak to him at all. He pretty yeah. much used the cocktail party to talk to the people who were new and who he knew to be the bullies. And that was it. So, but again, girls are still there manifesting from the couch. What is wrong with y'all? Like, I don't, you know what? Sure. Whatever. So we say, all right, we get to this point. The rose ceremony happens. And honestly, (laughs) at at the end of it, um, he ends up giving Serena C and MJ roses. And MJ and Serena C, as we know, were being hella mean as well. But they were not at the forefront of this mean girl drama. And then um, going home, unfortunately, we have Lauren, Catalina, Mari, and Victoria. Yes, finally. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So as sad as I am, of course, about Mari and Lauren leaving, Catalina, of course, didn't really get to know her that much. Just that Victoria ripped her crown off her head. Like, that was really it. Um, But there were some things sprinkled throughout this um, cocktail party where we started seeing MJ in a very new light. Now, MJ and Serena have been pretty mean before, but this was, you know, downplayed because we were all focused on the Anna and Victoria drama. But we saw in this initial cocktail party that MJ was kind of more of an evil puppet master. And we thought... I didn't I didn't really I didn't really notice it until closer towards the end of the episode I was like wait because I always I don't know I think she looks very disarming so every time I see her I'm like oh she's just a chill girl and then you realize like hold up 
She's not. Mm-hmm. Like, no, what? I, I saw it from that very beginning of the episode when she was saying all the stuff. And I was like, because she's pretty much trying to cover her ass at the beginning of the episode while everyone is kind of like, oh, shit, who's Matt going to send home? And it was like, huh, OK, I see this. And I'm watching that. So I'm just I'm monitoring that storyline as the episode progresses. Right. We find out it's two one on ones and a group date. So the first one on one goes to racist Rachel. Surprise. <laughs> Racist a- Rachel. ABC I just want to say I that. So I just want to say, like, I am very disappointed in the way Lauren went home because she and Matt seemed to have a connection, and it was kind of just like slipped in. And the Victoria going home is like Victoria is going home, yay! Oh yeah, and Lauren's going home too. But don't focus on that too much. And I was like, yeah. Oh right, we forgot to talk about Victoria's parting words. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Wow. I wish I could remember them word for word. But when she was just kind of like, she wanted to finish, she was pretty much like, fuck you. That's pretty much what she said. She was, yeah. Because of course, you know, everyone who's leaving was like hugging him, like, you know, whatever. He's like, she's like, I'm not going to say thank you. Fuck you. Goodbye. That's pretty much (laughs) And everybody was like, and I just don't agree with this. So. Bye. <laughs> Listen, hilarious. And I was just kind of like, I think it's one of the first times it's ever happened. Like, like that. You yeah. Know what I mean? In front of all these girls. To, <laughs> she refused to even touch him. She was just like that. And walked. And it was like, girl, you was just crying over this nigga. <laughs> and also, her outfit. Her one beautiful outfit for the entire the time that she's been there. Nice dress. Completely ruined dress. her bra. Oh, God. A fucking bra. At least it wasn't black this time, I guess. Right. But Ugh. the one nice dress, nice color, nice cut, nice everything. It was like, okay, okay, I see it. And then you, she turns around and you see her whole bra. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Can you somebody get even need a bra for that her? dress. She oh did not. She <sighs> really did it. You know what? Enough. Victoria and Anna are gone. We never have to mention them ever again. Yeah, celebrate, <laughs> guys. Take a shot. Victoria and Anna are gone. <laughs> Mazel tov. That's it. <laughs> so now let's focus on race. I mean, Rachel's. You know, I can't call her racist Rachel. That's not necessarily true. We are not sure if she's a racist or not. We just know she grew up in a very racist neighborhood and that her family is also very conservative and votes for Republicans, but she did not vote in the last election. That's fine. No. That's that's okay. It, it's all right. <laughs> so she gets the pretty woman date, you know, the shopping date and all the things. And so there's that thing. I say if Chris Harrison doesn't come out to introduce, you know, the date situation, that it's always a pretty woman date. And Rachel's the one that got it this time. I think Becca got it on her and Ari season. Who got it on Colton season? I can't even remember. That was so long Girl, ago. Girl, your memory is good because I don't yeah. remember. It was a long time ago. But I was like, eh, French. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it was very, it was very, it was very cringe for me because I think Matt was like, yeah, I just want to spoil it. And I'm like, why are we acting like Matt has money? Like, we know Matt shares a two bedroom with Tyler. <laughs> wait, wait, did like, you see my post on the IG about that where I was like, Matt is a splendid daddy <laughs> pretending to be a shit? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, Matt is a, he's definitely a splendid dad. Like Rachel's trying on all these gorgeous outfits and the stylist comes out. I think people were saying it was Beyonce's stylist. And mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all know ABC is buying these. Like we know ABC is buying these clothes. Matt don't have two dimes to run. I'm, I, I don't know how much money is in Matt's bank account, but I'm guessing if you need roommates in New York, 
you probably can't like afford a shopping spree. So you can't also afford red bottoms, which is what he gifted her as well. So there is that. Um, But of course, Pretty Woman is a date that makes everyone very jealous when they come home with all the shopping bags and stuff. Don't ask me what Rachel and Matt talked about because both of them bore me to tears. They didn't have a serious conversation their entire date. I don't think they did at all. (laughs) So anyway, they go on the shopping spree. Rachel comes back to the house with all of her purchases to show off. And then Matt, (laughs) ABC, (laughs) Matt, same thing, right? Sends over a dress for her for dinner tonight to compliment his outfit. So, you know... And the dress was nice, I have to say. Yes, the dress was nice. Ty Hunter chose a great outfit. Yes. Go Ty. It was was a great look. Mm -hmm. So the girls get to see that in-between period right before she gets ready. And that's kind of sad for them. And, of course, Abigail, our sweet, you know, water sign baby, she's like, this this is very confusing. Because, of course, she got one of the first one-on-ones. And then now we're here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh no more extra time with him just like a lot of group dates so but i mean we're not even we're like kind of halfway through the process but also not really at the same time you know so i guess it's a bit too soon for duplicate one-on-ones double yeah yeah i was gonna say that like we're like all like almost like halfway so i get how she feels i think she both her and katie were like oh he's making connections with other women and this is how it feels oh yeah (laughs) wait kind of sucks Kate, right, Katie. Yeah, well, Katie has done yeah. a one-on-one. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the people who had one-on-ones like Bree, Serena P, you know, um, Michelle and Abigail are all in the same boat. They're kind of like, this is, mm, I don't know what's going on. This is not quite sitting right with me and my homegirl. So they have their feelings. And so Rachel and Matt have a dinner, I guess, and they talk about stuff. And then he gives her a rose. So that's pretty much what happened. I honestly, I honestly don't know what they talk about, but Matt in his confessional was like, yeah, you know, we we um care about the same things. And I was like, you both care about white supremacy? Okay. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, okay. <laughs> but listen, I believe you, I guess. <laughs> listen, I, two of them together, sure, fine. That date happens. The next yeah. date is a group date. And that's how we find out that Kit is getting the other one-on-one. So very interesting. Two of the, you know, younger people in the house getting the one-on-one. Kit is 21, so she's the youngest girl there. So she's just at legal drinking age. And I know why they do that, ABC. I'm looking at you. So (laughs) we said, okay, fine. So this group date, of course, farm date. There's always a fucking farm date. Why do they like farm dates? I don't know. I I don't know. My thing is like, isn't the purpose of these dates to like get to know people? Like, how do you get to know people through manual labor? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're looking for teamwork. I don't know. But it's like, hey, here's but the date, wh- manual labor. But why are you doing teamwork with the women and not Matt? Just saying. Like, yeah, that's weird. Exactly. It doesn't, Mm-mm. these dates don't really make a lot of sense. Got these women <laughs> shucking, shucking stalls of like horse manure and shit. And I'm like, slavery is over, ho. Like, why are you talking <laughs> girls doing that? Like, what's wrong with you? Slavery and Matt doesn't have a farm. Matt lives in New York. Like, how is yeah. this relevant to Matt's life? <laughs> Listen, it's, it's weird. So on this date, you know, they're playing farm games, I guess. MJ's terrified of chickens. And she reminds me of Annalise in that moment when Annalise had that fucking emotional breakdown over the, the puppies and the bumper cars and whatever. Oh my gosh, is. I forgot about that. <laughs> she was ridiculous too. 
But anyway. <laughs> but yeah. So MJ is doing this thing like, oh my God, I'm terrified of chickens. Ha, 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 ha. Save me, Matthew. Save me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So Matt, of course, falls for it because she's white as usual. And, you know, he likes to be Captain Sabaho, it seems, on the yes. show. So fine. <laughs> then he throws eggs at them for them to catch. And so MJ catches the egg of course it shatters in her hand so she tries to chase him to you know rub egg on him i guess and at the same time which is what i've always known the girls are filming you know their different confessional things one-on-one a little way away from where the main action is happening so while this is going on with mj and the other girls piper is filming her confessional thingy over there so Matt runs in that direction, realizes, oh, hey, Piper's over here, literally just walks up. But, you know, she's like, oh, do you want to be in my confessional thing? And then he just makes out with her. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, wait, well, I'm, I'm so happy you recapped this part of the date to be because to be completely honest, I saw farm animals and I stopped paying attention. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh, I don't know what any of this has to do with anything. But I did see him like sneak up and just kiss Piper out of the blue. And it was mm-hmm. like. Did she want that? Like, I, in my opinion, it didn't yeah. look like she did. <laughs> I mean, I think she was very surprised by the day because I don't think they've yeah. ever really kissed before, have they? It was a very, yeah. we're not, we don't see their connection on screen usually. So this was a very odd moment to me. And then MJ gets to see them making out, which of course, perfect producer plant. Thank you, producers yep. for that. <laughs> she Good. walked in on them <laughs> and just kind of like backed away like, oh shit, they're kissing. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's very upset about that. And she goes to tell the girls, oh, they're kissing over there. And the girls are like, oh, that's disappointing and sad. But also, he, you know, everyone here is dating him. So I guess that happens. Right. <laughs> You're all his girlfriends. So that's how yeah. it works. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure why y'all wanted to do that. But here we are. So we go to the dinner part or the, you know, cocktail part of the evening. And right. Abigail is also on this date. I can't, guys, I don't know the names of all the women on this date. It's okay. So (laughs) Abigail is also on this date and she's very open with Matt. And she's like, you know, my biological father walked out on, you know, my mom and me and my sibling when we got our cochlear implants. And Matt's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's like sharing this like deep seated trauma of how her stepfather is so amazing and how she wants his family and his future. And Matt's like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I don't want you to be worried about me. Like I'm all in with you. And first of all, first of all, let's double back to that first one-on-one with Rachel, where Rachel said, I'm falling in love with you. And Matt said, me too. Yes. How do we forgot? How do we forget about that? I completely forgot about it. It's not even my notes, but yes, I forgot about that. I was so confused because I was like, what? Like, isn't this the first time y'all, I don't know. It was just Mm -hmm. so, because we'd never seen them interact like that. Like we knew he likes, like, you can tell he's attracted to her. So I thought, okay, like it's like base level attraction. They don't really talk about anything on the date. And then it was like, yeah, I'm falling for you. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> nope. You didn't miss anything. It was very out of the blue for me. Cause she was like, Oh, like, I feel like you're too good for me. You make me nervous. Blah, blah, blah. That's why I said the whole date was a bore. So she says, I'm falling in love with you. He's like, you're not crazy. I feel the same way. And then Abigail is like, I'm feeling really falling for you. And he's like, I feel the same way. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So this is the thing we're doing. Like you're just telling yeah. them that you you care about them the same way they care about you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. These are all very much like standard. I feel like he's never 
he's hasn't given like a super individualized response to anyone. They're all just very like standard, like, oh, I care. I'm falling for you. I'm here. And it's like, yeah, you know, these women, like, <laughs> does he remember their names? Like, do they have to come out with like photo prompts and be like, this one? That's yeah. This one. Okay. <laughs> right. This girl. And, and this of course, girl. you know, everyone who's on the group date is, you know, angling for that group date rose. Abigail ends up being the one who gets it. Chelsea's a little disappointed in them because she, I guess, had that great group date conversation with Matt last time. So she's a bit mm-hmm. disappointed that she didn't get the rose. And I'm but like, she looks stunning, by the way. Her oh, fit listen, was like her perfect. her first rose ceremony outfit dress, banging, loved it. Yeah. Her ugh, listen, everything about Chelsea is it's sitting right she with looks, me. She looks great. She looks great. She's she knows how to. If it's one thing Chelsea's gonna do, she's gonna work a dress. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's gonna work her clothes. She's gonna work her makeup. She's gonna work yes. that, little, that little puppy coat. She's gonna work everything. Like, she's gonna work everything. Amazing. <laughs> So while the girls are on their date with Matt, Kit gets her a little thing and like, oh, meet me for dinner at my place. And Rachel's like, oh my God, do you even cook? And Kit just starts crying. She's like, I told him that like, one of the things that is really important to me is just like being in the kitchen with my mom. So this is like the perfect date for me. And I was like, yeah, you're 21. Okay, this makes sense. All right, carry yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> before we get to before we get to their date, we forgot to say um, Matt on the group date kind of like pulled MJ aside and was talking to her. I forgot who told him that MJ was like causing a divide, but he, he was like, yeah, you know, you're like causing a divide. <laughs> and she's like pissed the fuck off. Like she is so pissed off. She, mm-hmm. She's like, can't stand it. Yes. No, she's, yeah. She does that. Understand. Like, I'm just giving the same energy. I'm just yeah, giving. She's, she's like, I'm, a, I'm being a leader of the pack. They're yeah. calling my character into question. And I'm like, so we're seeing that little evil tendril that's been spilling out over the past couple episodes, just like even blowing up now. Yes. And of course, she yes. confronts the women and they're like, who said this? And Jasenia was like, I said it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which, gotta love Jasenia this episode. Like... I, I knew she was there, but I didn't know she was like so not with the shits. And I love that. I love that she's not just like, well, you know, she's like me. What you gonna do? <laughs> it Pretty was much. the truth. She was like, I said it. This is the truth. He has no idea the shady shit that you've been doing. So I told him that he needed to check for you. And she was like, you're calling my character into question. How dare you? I am a white woman. I would I say those. And just saying, he's like, bitch, I'm Latino. What you going to do about it, ho? <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I saw the two on one happening. I was like, this is happening. I just know it's happening. Yeah. I was like, oh yes, I much prefer this. <laughs> this is this is real drama. This is this is this yeah. is a drama that we come here to actually see. Yes, like, not the fake white girl drama. This is this is I I want to see mm-hmm. women of color checking white women. That's what I want to see on this show. <laughs> yes, uh, all day, every day. Do not take your foot off their necks, girl. Just send you. You're doing great, sweetie. Yes, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Keep it up. (laughs) Keep it up. (laughs) So that ends the, you know, the group date. And so the next day, you know, Kit goes over to Matt's for dinner. I guess they don't have a day portion and it's just dinner. Matt says like, oh, I've been cleaning the house all day for Kit. I'm like, nigga. (laughs) I know you're cleaning shit. (laughs) 
You definitely called room service <laughs> and got everything cleaned up. Like y'all are on a mm-hmm. resort. I do not believe you are lifting a finger to clean anything. <laughs> Correct. I don't think he did shit. But you know, she she looks very cute. She comes over there, and you know, there you see them making chocolate chip cookies and him eating the batter. And I was like, my stomach was hurting just looking at that. It must be the white <laughs> side that can tolerate that sort of shit. I love batter. I'm sorry. I love eating mm-hmm. cookie batter and cake batter. Oh, so good. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. And we're like, okay, fine. No problem. So they have a very deep conversation about, you know, Kit's childhood and um, award shows, red carpets, Bentleys, you know, things like yes. that. And how she hasn't been able to connect with someone truly. And she's always kind of had to put on this version of herself for other people. And I was like, you know what, kid, I understand your problems. Like I will never have these problems, but I understand your basic white girl problems with a rich mommy. Cause you're 21. Like you still are, you did grow up quote unquote in a public eye. Right. So you're still trying to figure yourself out and get that sorted out. And it can be difficult if you have a famous parent to step out from their shadow. So your problems are valid, but no one is going to take you seriously, bitch. Not a single person. <laughs> I definitely wasn't. Cause yeah, she was like, yeah, you know, I'm so used to being in the public eye and I've had to put up walls and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, that's valid. But then, you know, if you were genuine, you wouldn't be on a national TV show in the public eye mm-hmm. trying Listen. to find love. Facts of the matter is, you just you would you wouldn't be here. You know, like this is what you want. You want the publicity. Like we know that. You know, but mm-hmm. you know she does talk about you know trying to like be vulnerable and learning how to like be vulnerable around people, which a lot of us can relate to. But still, it just did not seem so authentic. <laughs> But I, I think dating. that's just her face. Maybe. Yeah. I think her face just makes her seem like she's faking it. I think so too. I think it's probably just that and the fact that we know she's a 21-year-old um born into privilege. <laughs> and so it's like you have so much more to learn because you're only 21. Uh, especially about love. Like who who do, who knows anything about love at 21? Nobody. (laughs) And then you're like born into privilege, born into this public eye thing. You're here for, you know, more attention. So it's like those two things underlying. It's like, I can't take you seriously. I just can't. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't know. I mean, their date was cute. Here's the thing. The one-on-one dates this week were good. The group group date was actually not bad either. The less, the less humiliating thing the least humiliating thing they've had to do this entire time so just playing around with farm animals that's not bad sure milk go do whatever y'all gotta do i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't mind that of course matt really connects with kit on this date and gives her the rose because you know he too has feelings for her and she's not alone in this you see right. the trend right yeah <laughs> so <laughs> the <template>. right <laughs> then we're like okay so we're skipping forward to the next rose ceremony and there's a note that arrives <laughs> Jasenia and MJ, we need to figure this shit out. Like, y'all getting a two-on-one before the ceremony. And it's like, yep. well. So same thing oh. they did last season. They're doing the two-on-ones just right before the rose ceremony. And then we'll see what happens next. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're doing it. I thought they would let the drama, like, escalate 
between um, MJ and Jasenia a little bit more before we came to a two-on-one, but they were like, nope, we get right to it. I was like, okay, I'm down. <laughs> also because they have so much other drama in the house. Like, I feel as if this is just like one of many fires they could stoke right now. So That's setting up this two-on-one makes sense because of course in the preview for the next episode, skipping ahead, we see that Katie ends up in some drama with Serena C. So yes, let's just, for that. listen, we're just doing the thing. So Jasenia <laughs> and MJ, they have to ride in this car together for the two-on-one, like sit, literally so sitting awkward. next to each other. They don't MJ, say anything. <laughs> yeah, they don't say a word. Because Jasenia is right. She's like, listen, you are a shady bitch. And MJ's like, you're calling my character into question. How dare you? I lead. I lead by example. I'm the leader of the pack. And she's like, exactly. You. Jasenia was pretty much like, so you admit that you cause problems. Right. <laughs> she was like, how dare you say that? It's like, but if you're the leader of the pack and like you create that anyway. So they're there waiting for Matt at the rose ceremony mm-hmm. location and they just start, well, they just get into it. They get into it. MJ starts it and Jasenia is pretty much finishing it. And MJ is just kind of like, don't you dare speak over me. Notice MJ has been speaking over Jasenia this entire time. The entire uh, time. Mm-hmm. Peak Karen energy. Yeah, like, don't you dare speak over me. Like, you know, we're done. We're just, this conversation is just over. And I'm like, okay, Karen, like, you want to get popped in the face? Because that would have solved this real quick. Exactly. She was like, I'm not an antagonist. I'm not the antagonist here. I'm being attacked. And it was like, what, what? Girl, how is, how is, how is Jasenia calling you out? an attack like it, it is you're not being attacked uh, but Jasenia has that great line she's like you know she's like well I'm really whatever well which one of you is it because there are three different MJs that I see the one that's there when the camera's on the one that's there with Matt and the one that's in the house so which one is it yeah. and I was like yes bitch call her I out like Jasenia cleared a bitch okay that's how you clear a bitch <laughs> And MJ could not handle it. Ooh. So of course the episode ends. So riled up. Episode ends right as Matt's about to walk in. And I was like, oh, I wish you got an extra half an hour. I wanted to see this. I know. I know. I wish we like cut out Rachel's date. And <laughs> just added yeah. this one. Yeah. But yeah. It was, yeah, I was like, ooh, that definitely got me. I'm I'm kind of hyped for next week, honestly. Uh, going into this episode, I yeah. was like. You know, I'm kind of ready for this all to be over. It's only been four episodes, but let's just get to the um, woman tell all. And then after this episode, I was like, okay, I'm ready for next week. Where, yes, I'm into it. I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I need to know what's happening next because there's some interesting things that we can see happening here. Will MJ get a rose? Will she not get a rose? Right. Will he send both of them home? Because that's also right. an option with a two on one that people forget about. It's like a two on one doesn't mean that one of y'all is going to stay. It yes, just it means both of you are on trial and both of you can be guilty and sent home. So Yes. So we'll have to see it, how this turns out. Who do you yes. think is going to win this um, two-on-one? Oh, my. I, I really hope it's Jasenia. I, 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 think it's, I think it might be Jasenia because just looking at MJ, it's like she appears to be like the chill person. You know, she has the curls and the whatever. But I'm seeing now when she opens her mouth, it's like... It's 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 not good. It's not, and I feel like Matt might be like, "Ooh, it's not you're not that great." Um, all right, mm-hmm. so you're going home, or I feel like they probably they might both go home because I've never, I haven't seen Matt really talk to Jasenia like that. But I really hope she stays. 
What do yes. you think? Hmm. I have a feeling he's going to send you send you home and keep MJ because MJ is white. I hope not, but you know, valid points were made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're hoping for the best and preparing for the worst in this scenario. Yes, yes, yes. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And then that's how the episode ends. Da, da, da. Yep, that that's pretty much exactly it. Um, so sweet and sours. What is your sweet moment? My sweet moment for the week definitely has to be Abigail and Maggie's friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't they precious? (laughs) They're so cute. But I mean, if we have to choose something that actually like we got to see more of on screen, I guess Piper and Matt, that was sweet for Piper. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I was thinking and I was like, I don't know if I have a sweet moment (laughs) of the week. Like, I really, I don't know. I'm struggling. Oh, you know what? You know, it was kind of, I guess, watching Kit and Matt make cookies was kind of sweet. It made me hungry. I want cookies now. (laughs) Right? I so want some cookies right now. Like, I'm thinking, I'm like, fuck, I'm hungry. Like, (laughs) no, I want, I want to have a date. Oh, that's what makes it sweet for me. Because I want to have a date where somebody comes over and we just bake cookies. And that's the date. I think it's really cute. (laughs) Yeah, that's a cute, it was a cute date. All right. So we'll have that be your sweet moment. What about your sour, salty, nasty moment? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um... There was a lot. Um, I'm definitely gonna say what was sour and okay, Victor like anything with Victoria. Obviously. It was sour, but it also brought me joy. It was- <laughs> so I'm gonna choose that because just watching like just watching, especially watching Victoria and Anna face the consequences of their actions, it was like hell yes. But their their attitudes were sour. But it was like an enjoyable sorrow moment. Like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Act- like actions have consequences. <laughs> you are not immune. Correct. Just because you're white. <laughs> so that was that was it for me. What was your sour moment? Hmm. Mine is MJ, the evolution of MJ, the villain. So yeah. just like watching from that very first rose ceremony, because of course we have a rose ceremony at the beginning of the episode and then the beginning of a rose ceremony at the end. It's very weird. Uh, that's why everything felt crammed into these two hours, but also nothing happened. I so I can see why. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> the evolution of MJ from minor villain to evil genius. Yes, yes. It was it was low-key surprising. I was like, I'm I don't know why I'm surprised at this point. <laughs> like, why why am I letting these women surprise me? But to me it was it was low-key surprising because I guess I didn't pick up on just how much she, how like, you know, how much of a like mean person she was like behind the scenes because they were so focusing on Anna and Victoria. Um, so I didn't really notice MJ, but now I'm thinking back, I'm like, wait, she was always in there. Like, yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she and Serena so, C were always in the mix. Yeah, Serena C too. Serena C was always in the mix. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So and then yeah, for next week we see that Katie and Serena get into a yelling match. So looking forward to see what what that's about you know and then heather from colton season correct comes back 
And she drives up to the gate. She's like, um, I'm here to see Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Listen. I was like, all right, girl. All this right, whole thing but... is a mess. Whole thing is a mess. It's a oh. mess. So we'll see if she's here to stay or if she's here to just chill or what. But yes, next week will be exciting for sure. Yes, I am ready and I cannot wait to see it. I mean, of course, I we already have an idea that Heather's storyline is not going to go well. Like just, it's probably not going to go well. I just hope it's... um Probably not. Yeah. I mean, also it's like they invited her there. You know what I mean? Like she can't just fucking show up at a place where people didn't really know they were filming at, like the exact same right. location. <laughs> they had to have invited her there. And I'm very curious to see what they actually do with her, but it's probably not going to go well. I don't see her going further than that episode. They definitely, yeah, they definitely had to invite her. You know, she definitely had to quarantine. So I just thought the, them filming that scene of her just pulling up was hilarious because it's like, you literally can't just pull up. Like you have to, like you probably have to quarantine for two weeks and undergo all this thing just to to even be on the premises so (laughs) they're trying to they're 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 trying to like i don't know make it cute or whatever but i'm just like we know we know guys we definitely (laughs) know how this is gonna go and then at the same time there was a lot of stuff happening in bachelor verse before this episode um dylan harbour that his last name um hannah g's fiance They met on Paradise. Yes, I think his last name is oh, Barber. Yes, Barber. Yeah, Barber. All right, because Clay is Harbor. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> I didn't think about that for a second, but yes, he goes on this Twitter rampagey vibe where he's like, "Oh fuck ABC! Let me tell you all the ways in which they fuck people over. Let me spill the tea." And then he doesn't really spill much tea; just stuff that we already know if you have brains. Yeah, um, and then. He's like, oh, yeah, they gave Jed the worst edit ever. Dylan and Jed been boys from day one. So mm, I still think Jed's a shit person. Uh, yeah, and- I was like, I don't believe that. Like, <laughs> like not at all. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm sure things were manipulated, but I'm also pretty yeah. sure that Jed is. Mm. So then Jed's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on live and talk about this. Then actually, I'm going to go make a YouTube video and talk about this. Well, actually, you know what? I'm just going to start a podcast. It's called Jed Talks. And I was like, hmm. So all this was hype for Jed's podcast release? Is that why you did this? Right. Because, yeah, at the end of his thread, he was like, listen to me talk about this more on this podcast. And I was like, oh, that's why you're doing this. (laughs) You just wanted some attention. Right. Now we're going to move on with our lives. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, Hannah G seems like such a sweet little girl. I know she's not really a little girl, but you know what I mean? Like, she's very skinny and tiny, so I call her little. Um, She's (laughs) such a sweet girl. But, like, mm, I mean, I guess... (laughs) <laughs> I guess they just bought uh, a house yeah. together or something. They're together. Wait, they're still together. Yeah, they're still engaged. I didn't know they were still together. What? They're still engaged. Yeah, yeah they bought a wow. house together in like San Diego or something. What the hell? Some <laughs> San something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're they're still good. That's going on. Um, okay. Other random things happening in Bachelor Nation. Nothing that I really want to discuss, to be honest. Um, did we say? Did we say that Clay tweeted that he? <laughs> He had matched with Anna on Hinge, and he was glad they never met him. Oh, I was like, why would you tweet that? I mean, it, that was a tweet of the night for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Clay Harbor, not to be confused with Dylan Barber. Clay Harbor, <laughs> that he and Anna had matched on a dating app, and um, he after watching this episode, he's very glad they never got together. So yeah. cheers to Clay for being relevant once again. <laughs> yeah, you got your drop of attention, Clay. <laughs> that little spice just for you, baby. Enjoy. <laughs> right, but yeah, nothing else that I've paid attention to really in the Bachelor verse, but. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, there's that whole Caitlin Bristow hair situation, but oh, I don't yeah. really want to get into that. That requires like time, conversation, and I'm tired of centering white women and their bullshit. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. Just know, guys, like how black women, black women struggles with hair and white women struggles with hair are two completely different things. Okay, <laughs> completely different. So think before you compare them. <laughs> All we ask, white people, is you just think. And that seems like a tall order, but you know what? It's okay. I'm not gonna be mean. I'm not gonna be mean to my white people on this episode. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Lex finish. I'm gonna let Lex finish. Yeah, um, I will always be mean to white people. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, that's it for us. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I'm Lex, she's Jen, and we're the Bachelorettes. See y'all later. Bye. Hee <laughs> hee.